0: Hello everybody. Josh Remini here with your Functional RX podcast. I'm waving to my wife. I don't know what she wants. but she's
1: over there. She's also pointing. This I is don't know. this is what happens when we do podcast in quarantine in yeah, the backyard I'm in the back. I'm in the back sh- porch and she's doing something, but she's reading. So she's staying sane during the quarantine. Oh well, my 5-year-old
0: Bree. Now she's not sane. She thinks she wants to be in on on some of this. So we'll um and we actually we can t- ask her a question when she comes out. But we're going to talk today about uh, stress and how it affects the body uh, because I think it's super important in coronavirus. Um, so, you know, we're home. Everybody is stressed right now. Everybody. I, I was talking to one of my groups um, before, and my, my my daughter Bree is now on, on the show here. Can you say hi, Bree? Hi. Can you talk into the microphone?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay, you can say hi. Hi. What's your name? Bree. Okay, what's your full name?
1: Bree Annalyn Remini. Okay,
0: awesome. <laughs> and what's Daddy do for a living?
1: Um, he helps people get better.
0: That's right. He and,
1: sells, and, and he sells health and wellness.
0: Nah, I didn't. That was not <laughs> scripted, by the way. Thank you, Bree. Okay, Bree, we're talking about stress and how it affects the body. So when you are... Angry or sad, what do you do to help make it better? Um I count to 10 um 10 to 1. 10 to 1 and what else do you do? And when I'm sad, I take a deep breath. What kind of breath? In through my nose and out through my mouth. We call them belly breaths in our belly house. Belly breaths.
1: Yeah. It's one, it's one of my dad's meditations on his phone.
0: Yep, that's yep. right. That was the other thing. What do we do at night before we go to bed? Um, meditate or sleepy stories. That's right. Thank <laughs> you, Bree. Nice job, Brie. nice job. None of that was scripted, no, by the way. It wasn't. She just came out, and she see we these are the things we do. Um, so how does how does stress affect the body? Um, my wife just said
1: goodbye. <laughs> okay. See ya. Um,
0: it's these are the things we're going to talk about, right? So those are the solutions to the stress. But you know, what's been What's what's affecting me right now is knowing what stress does to the body and the level of stress that we have right now with corona and this pandemic. And and some people at home. are
1: very stressed out, and, and they I, might not even realize it.
0: And the physiological effects on not just the mind but the body— is what the stress response system does so literally there's four things that happen when the stress response system is activated we've talked on previous podcasts about fight or flight running from the tiger our brains are kind of genetically bred the same as when we were cavemen like we, we, we fight or flight we know that right but when we are activated in this fight or flight mechanism chronically there's stages of stress. Okay, stage one is the alarm stage. That's where we're at right now. That's when you have enough adrenaline and cortisol to run from the tiger or run from COVID. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's we have enough reserve metabolically to run, but we can't do it forever, right? So stage two starts to become erratic. And we start to feel the effects of stress a little bit more. Um, so the first phase is you can run. My fear is we can start, if this thing gets longer and drawn out and we're at home longer and the coronavirus is coming around, who knows if it'll come back, all that kind of stuff. Fear, anxiety, and stress when they're chronic starts to move people towards the exhaustion phase. And that's what's going to affect our health long term. So what are those things that, that this stress response activation chronically does, right? Well, one, it affects your blood sugar. So we can have blood sugar dysregulation. We can get weight gain. A lot of times when people are super stressed and they they gain weight, not and just because right they're in stress the belly eating too, right? Not just because they're stress eating, because that's a po- component of it. But it's metabolically, your body has to store energy because it thinks it's going to be stressed again right right? that's the component of it so it stores it as fat and it stores it in the belly and in
1: the hips and so if you think of like back in the caveman era you know they they were alarmed they were they were alerted to go do something and they didn't know where their next meal was going to come from so their body would store all this fat so they could then go on their journey until they found their next meal and that's That's why you hunter
0: gatherer thing Right. right we're still bred that way um there's ways to think about that and there's also like that's why um truthfully that's kind of why um what do i want to say um intermittent fasting works Mm -hmm. because it triggers our brains chemistry in a different way but stress response will affect your blood sugar in a bad way um and you know in an ironic fashion COVID is the reason Americans are so severely affected by this virus is because we have an obese society. Right. And obesity is the number one uh, trigger for uh, high risk. Because Not just because we have too much fat, but because of what it's doing metabolically. For some reason, this virus affects people that are obese or overweight much more severely. So, blood so you see the backwards cycle we get more stressed our blood sugar gets dysregulated we gain weight so the the component of this is it's going to affect your blood sugar it's going to affect your inflammation i can't tell you how many times i can i can tell where i've reduced my stress or i've reduced other people's stress and their pain goes away so there there's and the inflammatory response so think of it this way chronically stressed inflammation goes up what happens after inflammation goes up immune function goes down so chronically stressed individuals crash their immune system because one of my questionnaires that i do have you been sick lately and do you get sick often Mm. so people that are chronically stressed get sick often that's not that's irrefutable people understand that right i'm chronically stressed I'm always getting colds. I'm always getting this. I'm always getting that. Your immune system is because mechanistically, your immune system crashes because there's an inflammatory cascade. So immune system goes down. What is the one thing we want to improve upon in this state of pandemic? Our immune system. Mm -hmm. So chronic stress backwards. So let's figure out these things, and then we figure out what to do with them. So it affects your immune system. It affects inflammation. It affects blood sugar, and, of course, it affects your sleep and your mood. Again, five personal lifestyle modifiers that we want to work on, one of them is sleep. So it, how do you – sleep is the, an, is the antithesis of stress, right? Mm-hmm. So when people sleep well, it's because they're not really stressed. And when you're stressed like me and like everybody else, that's the one thing that I – really trying to focus on is getting really good quality sleep so our bodies can heal our immune system can work our brains can reset we, our
1: brains do not reset this is why we cannot live without sleep yeah and your supplement recommendation you know if if you need one is melatonin correct yes for helping with deep sleep and calming sleep it's one of those things i use botanicals a lot
0: um cbd as well mm-hmm. um but to treat but chronic sleep issues are associated with stress. So when someone comes to the pharmacy and they're like, I need something to help me sleep, what is my first question?
1: Yeah, you want to find How out why. your stress level? Right. Why because you, they don't why can't you think
0: sleep? stress is the – yeah, that's the why. Yeah. But chronic stress also activates cortisol, which activates the brain to be more alert. So a lot of times chronic sleep issues are because of chronic stress issues because the brain is smart – and 90% of it we don't control, so 90% of the brain says, you know what, Josh is going to be stressed again tomorrow, so I might as well start producing that cortisol and those active things so I can run from the tiger again. But because I know it's going to be at 7, I'm going to outsmart it and I'm going to start br- producing this stuff at 3, 3 a.m., because I know it's going to be there at 7, so i got to have a bunch of it ready. So what happens is you can't really sleep very well when you have activated hormones and fight-or-flight hormones, right? Cortisol. So cortisol spikes, melatonin drops, and then you wake up at 3 a.m., can't get back to sleep. Mm-hmm. So how, So those, those are the factors that long-term that I'm really concerned about. Mood, uh, all of the negative energy that we have and all the negative emotions that are going on right now are affecting our stress response system, which is affecting our neurotransmitters and our balance, so stress affects neurotransmitter balance. So, if you think about it, that's the root cause of all of these issues that we're having. But how do you fix it? Right? You can't just go, well, you know, Ryan, just don't be stressed. Just stop. stop, stop stressing. being stressed. Like, it's that easy, right? No, it's not that easy. the The thing is, is we can do something about it and so let's talk about some of those things you know i'm creating a stress recovery program basically for this specific reason but i was already planning it before covid it's just everybody's this one just got
1: moved to the top of the list
0: i thought i had a high stress level with everything that's going on in my life and family and work and everything and then when covid hit it was like, holy crap, there's another level of stress that I'm not used to. So no matter what, things can escalate. So the problem is, and I was reading a report or somebody, they're, they're thinking that this is going to cause massive amounts of people to have PTSD mm-hmm. and to really be affected by this long term. So what can we do to sort of prevent or treat this is to really take a look at stress and how we can, how we can manage it. Mm-hmm. um so things so we know now what stress does to the body now what can we do about it because str- the thing is it's all about perception it's not the stress itself i'm never going to get rid of people's stressors sometimes we can get rid of them on our own right yeah, we can. if somebody's toxic in your life right you get rid of them. Hopefully you can, right? Um,
1: not, not like get rid of them. Well, not, like, no, you know. no, not whack them. You know? <laughs> I took care of it. You know? No, 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 no. Like, That's not what Josh does.
0: You know, but getting rid of the negative energy is important, right? So what are the things you can do on a stuck at home on a daily basis? I'm a big fan of gratitude journals. Write it down.
1: Don't just think it. Have you read the book uh, Miracle Morning? No. You would love it. It's by Hal Elrod. Um, i listened to a podcast he was on, and he has like five or six things that he does every single morning. And like the most important thing, he calls them uh, positive affirmations. You wake up and you give your positive affirmations, letting your, you know I, you're doing good at these things. And this is what you're going to do, not what you want to do. This is what you're going to do. What is it called again? Uh, the Miracle else? Morning. The, mir- <laughs> the Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod.
0: Yeah, so— Big fan of gratitude journals. In my daily, I have a best self journal, so it's kind of like my day timer plus mm-hmm. journal. Um, keeps me organized, keeps my scattered brain less scattered, I guess. Um, it's got a morning and an evening gratitude and three things. So no matter what, if you, and write them down. Just don't think them because when you write them down, you really feel them. Yep. So I always have my go-tos like my dog, my kids, <laughs> Alexi hug in the morning. Yeah. Um, sunshine. So no matter what, think about the things you like, you know, so gratitude journals work. Um, it just gets the negative back to a positive, even in a short period of time that actually has physiological response, deep breathing exercises. Everybody can do Mm -hmm. if you, I think the, I stopped wearing an iwatch cuz I don't like the uh,
1: I've got the uh, I've got the Fitbit and it doesn't give you the breathe but the Apple Watch gives you the breathe. Yeah, Apple Watch
0: gives you the breathe thing. So mm-hmm. deep breathing is super important. It actually gets more more oxygen to your brain and to your your muscles and your body, but there's a physiological response that it reduces that stress response system automatically. Um, And that's what's centered around things like mind-body techniques and and meditation. So that's kind of the next thing that I talk about is there's so many apps out there for guided meditation. Um, There's computer-aided meditation. So in this virtual world that we're talking about, I'm using this device called Muse, uh, which is how you put it on your head. And it it (laughs) actually – I geek out on science stuff. Ryan knows this. But I'm a really bad meditator. I know the physiological response – to meditation is so well documented in the science and literature that i know that it's super important for everybody so i teach it and i say everybody should do something mind body but i'm really bad at it like my mind wanders and usually when you're in a mindfulness state they kind of say like let your mind wander circle back to your breath get more rooted but my my mind is always racing because i'm always got stuff going on so i always tell myself i'm just a crappy meditator so I'm started this computer aided meditation where it, it actually senses my brain activity mm-hmm. and it changes the pattern of what I hear in the weather. So hmm. it just so the weather gets louder and it, it teaches the ninety percent of my brain that I can't control that there's a bad signal and it brings me back to a normal state. So I can actually get computers to actually help me meditate. Interesting. So it's pretty cool. Um, I also teach heart rate variability. Um, we'll probably go into a video or do something yeah, more we've been extensive about with that. This will be in the stress response. This will be in the stress recovery package that we give people. Um, heart rate variability is is not like meditation, but it is emotionally shifting thoughts and breathing through your heart. So heart centered breathing, so you can literally feel me right now. Your brain and your heart can feel the energy that I'm producing um think of it this way when you go to a super awesome concert and there's so much energy in the building you literally it, you can't not feel it right mm-hmm. it's not just the music that you're hearing it's, it's the your best energy. concert fish of course uh, I knew I'm, you were a fish guy i'm a i'm a I'm a, I'm a hippie at heart <laughs> I guess um I love the jam bands for sure um so you know is that heart centered breathing so heart rate variability training through this heart math is what we use it's just a little device that puts on the ear it me- measures the variability between the beats of your heart so there's a, a thing called coherence so we can train our heart which talks to the brain faster than the brain talks to our heart there's a there's a neural there's a Um, neurological system within our heart so we have a brain there if you will there's a gut brain connection as Mm -hmm. well but there's a heart brain connection and when you teach the heart to be in coherence with the brain not only electrical signals but hormonal signals, biochemical signals all the uh, signals in our you can see that change in the waveform which we can see on an app through the heart math so it's it's a biofeedback technique that we train so that's something we can do. Um I'm a big fan of things like yoga and meditation. It's just like deep breathing,
1: like um any relaxation technique, going out for a walk. So I just went down to Florida, was talking to some major league baseball players and kind of talked about that and uh one of them was like I can't believe, you know, whatever this other guy was, he's like he comes in off the mound, he pitches 7 innings and then you'll go back in the locker room and he's just running on the treadmill for 30, 60 minutes after the game. It's like, I don't know how he could do that. I'm exhausted. And so I asked that guy, I was like, well, how do you do that? And he's like, well, it's my relaxation. I actually relax. And that that kind of recovers me from the game by just going and mindlessly running on the treadmill. So that's his meditation. And that, the things we
0: we want to we get our brains less activated. It doesn't mm. mean we have to shut them down, but it, it's when we stew or we ruminate, you know, being, that's what that's why they call it mindfulness when meditation is because you're, you're focused on the present. You're focused on your breathing. You're focused on the here and now. What causes stress is past and future, right? Woulda, shoulda, coulda, mm-hmm. or what it's if. It's gonna happen, yeah. Because fear drives stress. Mm-hmm. Fear drives behavior. So how do you get out of that is circling back into a centered space it's all physiological. It all works really well. So that's kind of those things that we can do. There's many, many other things. You know, we're all in computer land now. Google stress relieving activities. Um, cooking is one for me. Um, finding your happy place. That's really what it's all about. Like what, what, what works for you when, when I teach this with the functional patients that we have, everybody has to do a mind body centering activity. I don't care what it is, and we explore the different options. I think from a functional medicine perspective, there are definitely things like biofeedback and things that we can quantify Mm -hmm. because that's why I like the heart math training is you can quantify your results, and it's additive, and there's science to back it that says in six weeks, if you do this five-minute thing two to three times a day in six weeks, you're proven to improve your blood pressure, blood sugar. Again, we talked about all the things. Yep that affects stress, well, guess what? You can quantify getting them better if you actually reduce the stress levels in your system. Right. So backwards, forwards kind of thing. So easy to say, hard to do. Uh, kind of the mantra of, yep. of, of, the, <laughs> of the month here. So those are the things I think we can do if you need any help or you're interested in some of the the – biofeedback techniques or the computer aided meditation, get an app for meditation. I
1: use Calm, some yeah, people use Headspace. I'll link all that stuff down in the description, so just click down below. A lot of these folks are it.
0: putting stuff out for free now just to help people. Um so it's super important, stick with it. Do a little bit every day. Also is quantitatively imp- important. It's not just, oh, I meditate once a week, I'm good. It's, it actually improves upon itself the more you can do it. Right. Um, so that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. If this was important to you, just remember, you know, just do those things and you'll, you'll be happier, healthier, you'll stay well, you'll live better. Um, and yeah, so if you like it, share it. This is Josh Rimini, and this is your Functional RX Podcast. Stay well, everybody.